Another one, another one. Yeah. Stay down with my day one niggas and we in the club screaming no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no no new. DJ Khaled! Still Khaled. here with my day one niggas so you hear me say no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no no new. I still ride with my day one niggas I don't really need no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no no new. I stay down from day one so I say fuck all y'all niggas, except my niggas. Fuck all y'all niggas, except my niggas One more time, fuck all y'all niggas, except my niggas Fuck all y'all niggas, stay down from day one, so I say On this episode of 30-ish, I get to talk to my longtime friend Tasia We met back at TSU, I want to say in 2008 Yeah, I think 2008 and um, we are both a part of the same organization, Alpha Phi Omega, National Service Fraternity Incorporated, the sci-fi chapter. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we talk about making new friends and more new friends. And we also talk about Insecure. So thank you so much for listening. And we're going to jump right into it. All right. So yes, I am with my homegirl, Tasia. Hey, everybody. We are sitting here in her beautiful home in Nashville, Tennessee. And we were actually just listening to Drake's No New Friends. And it made me realize, like, why is that a saying? It is so dumb. Like, it's so dumb. Like, you definitely (laughs) should be making new friends as you grow. And that's what this episode is going to be about. So if you are ready, turn your... Whatever device you're listening to. <laughs> you can turn your radio up. Turn your radio up. <laughs> Headphones, you know, all of those good things. Whatever it is, just turn it up and listen. So. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to start off with a New York Times article that I read. And it said, in your 30s and 40s, plenty of new people enter your life through work, children's play dates, and of course, social media. But they said that the kind that you make in college, the kind, the kind that you call in a crisis, those are shorter supply. Do you would you, would you agree with that statement? Um, I think I could agree with that, and I say that because I look at my friendships from when I was born, and people normally don't have like friends and when they're in the womb. But mm-hmm. me and one of my close friends, my our parents were pregnant together, oh, that's so, so we've cute. been friends literally thirty one years. Damn. And so, you know, that relationship is different. And then I got, you know, my best friend. That was my friend from high school. Mm -hmm. But I added on to my friendship. So I think it's true. Like, as you grow, you're supposed to add on, right? Yes. So when I'm 30 and 40, of course, my college friends may not be as, you know, I guess, accessible to get to. Because we grow. Mm -hmm. And we all lose track of time. We lose track of everything. So, you know, what now? Do I just stick with my old friends because yeah. they my old friends? Or do I actually expand upon my old friendships and merge them with my new friends? Ooh, I always find it hard to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but that is important, too. I always find it hard. But we're going to go back to that because I think that's like a whole <laughs> thing. So, yeah, I would agree with that, though. I just think that, what was it? Um, That the kind that you make in college, the kind that you would call in a crisis or in shorter supply as you get older. I think so because college is all about convenience. Mm-hmm. 
convenient. It's convenient for me to call you up. Hey, Sasha, girl, let's go to the sub. I'm with it. Right, you know what I'm saying? It's convenient for me to say, hey, Sasha, we're going to go to the alpha party, the Q party. You know, we're going to go to all these parties. Mm -hmm. It's convenient. But once I hit graduation stage, our friendship is not convenient no more. No. Why? Because you moved to Miami. I moved to Texas. This person's moved to California. Mm -hmm. How is that convenient? But when homecoming come back around, it's as if that convenience, you know what I'm saying, didn't matter. Like, like nothing, nothen nothen happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason why I agree with it. Yeah, in no. In that sense. I definitely agree with that too. But I also do agree with the fact of some of those friends that you meet later on in life, they do become your crisis friend because it's all, and it's all about what you said being convenient because now when I look at friendships, I think about like the purpose I want to serve to them and the purpose they can serve for me. And I realize now, like, I guess talking about this and doing some research on it, that they have this thing called situational friendships. And I'm like, oh my God, mm -hmm. a lot of my new friends are situa situational friendships. Meaning like I moved to New York. I didn't know anybody when I moved to New York. I met one of my roommates that I had at the time at a party. She's a Delta, I'm a Delta. That's our initial connection. I knew some of her profiles. She knew some of my nails. Oh, Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. MTSU, TSU. Okay, now we're friends because of the situation of being in the same proximity and knowing the same people. Convenience, exactly. <laughs> then I'll meet another group of friends that I really only met because we worked together. And I was like, hmm, I think I could be your friend outside of work. Mm -hmm. Now you're my, you know, like in this stages that people go through. But I'm like, I definitely think situational friends as you get older is is the thing to do especially if you are seeking new friendships versus you know trying to keep up with old friends because life does happen yeah and oftentimes old friends i feel like they can get into these habits and i say that because like a situation with me which i mean it is what it is right I'm, mm. I'm a little bit more open if you know but um you know our friendship it was tested when i was at my lowest you know what I'm saying? So when you talk about like these convenient friendships and these long lasting friendships, my college friendship didn't last as long as it should have because I was at my lowest because that's something none of us had ever experienced in college. Mm -hmm. But as a friend, you try to be that through whatever, but everybody's so used to you just being the strong friend, the this friend. Like, no, we all have our weak points. We all have our falling points. And regards of you, my situational friend, my mm -hmm. convenient friend, my this friend, I expect all my friends to still be there, especially if I've opened up that door to you. And that was actually going to be my <laughs> next question to you. Like, is there a difference in what you needed in a friendship when you were younger, say your college years, than what you need now? Or is it still at the core of the same thing? Um, I believe they're different. So like me, I have a lot of emotional trauma. Mm -hmm. So I say it's trauma. You know, both my parents I did. And so when I look at people and their parents, and of course it's a little bit like, eh, I don't want to go there. It's a family event, right? Because mm -hmm. to me, my, my family not happy. You know what I mean? We, I see people all the time that disrespect their parents. They do this. And I'm like, y'all don't understand what I would give right, yeah. to have it. And it's like, as my friends, y'all have to understand that sometimes I may not want to go out with you and your family. I may not want to come to this. I may not want to do this because those things for me are hard. Mm -hmm. But if you're my friend, you know I that. get it. So it's just... You know, those boundaries and my friendship, it has to... You no, know, people got to figure it out. So if you're my friend, you already know what I'm going through. But that don't mean don't check on me. Either. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like the 
knowing with knowing you, you know the balance of what I need and what I don't need. Mm -hmm. Because I have friends that I don't have to talk to them every day. Man. <laughs> I don't have to talk to them every day, but I know when I pick up that phone to call them or if they pick up the phone to call me, I'm going to answer and we're just going to pick up and then we'll talk about what we need to talk about, but I don't need to speak to them every day. And when I think about it, I am a low maintenance friend. My best friend is high maintenance though. And we had a falling out because I could sometimes go ghost. I could go MIA just because I'm just in my own world, you know, or I'm a situational friend. So if you're not in front of my face, I'm not thinking to like call you all the time. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that I don't care about you. It's just like, oh, I'm with my friends that's here that can actually be here in the moment for me. And that's what I need. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's like, I think about my friendships with my friends in Chicago because I'm not from Nashville. So my friends in Chicago is different, but they have accepted that I have another life in Nashville. Mm -hmm. I have friends here. You know what I'm saying? Like my best friend Tasha, like she she knows my friends. And she, like she met, she's like, dang, I ain't Sasha cool as him. Like, yeah. She's like, she tall just like you. I'm like, girl, be quiet. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That that type of personality. Yeah. Like they understand, like, we have all grown. That don't mean we grew apart. But the convenience of our friendship is a little different. That's still my best friend. I can call my best friend anytime, any day, any hour. She gonna still answer. But when I'm out with my other friends, she not bugging. She not, you know what I'm saying? She not upset about any of those things because that's that. And some people, they get upset. And I think that people also, they look at, well, you can't have more than one best friend. Girl. Which that has come up for me. And that was a real situation. And it sucks because... My best friends, like I say, the stages of my friendships are different. Me and my best friend were friends once at when I was preschool. You know what I'm saying? These are my close friends from the womb, preschool. Mm -hmm. My best friend who from high school. My best friend from fifth grade. But they were at different points in my life. So how can I not? I just got to have one best friend? Yeah. That That's so selfish to me. That is selfish. I don't agree with that. Like, like what? I do not agree with that because I have multiple friends and friends group. But there are people who like, no, you are mine. But then they can have other friends and you're supposed to be okay with their other friends. Right. Like, Come on now. This is, has yeah. to be um, on the same page. Because I know with for myself, I I have groups. And I've always been this way. I've, I call myself a chameleon. I can literally blend with everybody. I tell my, I tell people I've never met a stranger. Like, because <laughs> I just be acting like I know people and I don't, but that's because I'm just a people person. And mm -hmm. I know I got friends who aren't like that. So I won't invite those friends to certain things because I'm like, oh no, they're not going to give me the energy that I need for this. I'm going to invite this group of friends because they are very out there like me. And sometimes I get, I feel bad about it because it seems like I'm keeping other people out of certain things, but I'm like, I want to have a good time. And I guess it goes back to me being selfish in that regard, because I'm like, if it's an event, I will invite people out for certain events. But I think everybody does that. They just may not like think that they're doing yeah, it, maybe. but you know the person that you want to travel with, like yeah. you got your travel crew. Yeah. You and got you your own out crew. And like, you know your role, exactly. Friend, if, it, if this your true friend, they know they role in your life. That That's, that's just a that. fact. Like, my best friends in Chicago, they all got kids, and they married. So, who am I? 
I am the single friend, <laughs> no kids friend. I'm the fun auntie, okay? So I can travel, but I know that I can't call up my friends in Chicago like, hey, let's go here because guess what? They have to make preparations. But I know when I'm in Nashville, I can call up my lines and stuff like, hey, y'all, let's go. We're going to Jamaica. Cool. I'm buying my ticket because everybody know you say we're going on the trip. My ticket about, I'm going. That's you all ready. I need to know. I'm out. Like, what? I don't care about you. But I know what group of friends I can do that yes. with. But when your friends know that role in your life, they understand that. And a lot of people misconstrued it. Like, oh, you just don't like me. I want to be included. Like, no. You can't be included in every part of everybody's life. It just doesn't work that way. Especially when we're not in proximity to each other. Yes. Like, if we want to take a trip, I call my best friend. She's like, man, I ain't never been on a girl's trip. I said, that's fine. So, like, I think in November, one of my other close friends, she's like, we having a girl's trip. So, guess what? She's like, okay, we're going to go. But she had, she has to prepare months in advance. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, I'm Drop talking about it. going to Chicago Ooh. next week. You know what I'm saying? Because my sister turned to 30. So, I'm like, let me surprise her. I can do that. Yep. I don't have to answer to nobody. Get up and go. All I, I do is turn this, uh, this uh, alarm on. Do, 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 do. And I walk on out that door, hop in my car, hop on the road. I don't have no kids. But my friends in Chicago, they have they have to prepare for that. Mm-hmm. I answer to nobody. But when your friends know their roles, know their places in your life, it makes everything smooth. Reason why I didn't move back home to Chicago. For what? My friends have already adjusted their life with me not in it. And that's what I'm going <laughs> through right now. It's hard. So for those of you who don't know, I was living in New York for a little bit over five years. And I just now went back to Chicago because of coronavirus and I'm trying to assimilate myself back into the lives of people that I haven't truly been around, been around, like fully been around since high school. Like we all went to different colleges, you know, we got back together during breaks and stuff like that, but I am so different than the person that they knew in high school, just like they're different. They, one of my best friend is married with a child and my other best my other best friend has a boyfriend you know what i mean like so their lives are completely different i'm also the the gypsy of them i don't have a quote unquote real job <laughs> but i'm that friend that's always gone and this and that and i realized when i came back that i wanted to i guess subconsciously make up for missing so many moments so I was overexerting myself in certain things because I'm just like, I want to show up for them. I want to be present. Like, that's how I display mm-hmm. my my love language is quality time. So I'm going to be around. But then I had to realize, like, no, because I don't really like that no more. <laughs> and even though I'm around, I'm still, like, not getting something out of it. And not in a way that they're not giving me anything, but what I need from them is not the same that it used to be. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in the position of figuring out our relationship now, where it's not just based on past things. Because it's so easy to bring up, you remember when we used to do this? You remember when we used to do that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, they don't know X, Y, and Z that's happening in my life now. Let me try to catch them up. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm talking too fucking much now. Right. You gave up the whole song. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm like trying to be like, okay, so you remember that guy I was telling you about? Bring him back. They don't remember because they don't, they not with me in it. So I'm like, now I, I can't talk to them about that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this it's hard because you have to na- learn how to navigate those shifts, yeah. life shifts. Especially with friendships. And that was one of the reasons like, people like, would you ever move back home before my parents died? And I was like, no. And I understood why I would have moved back home. Because I guess I was afraid 
that going back home, my friendships would really change. Mm -hmm. They had already changed. You know, I left. Me and my male best friend, it was was four of us, well, five of us. One of my friends, she didn't go to the same high school as us, but it was my friend since preschool. And you know, but when we all graduated from high school, everybody took their own route. And here I am, I left. Like, okay, I'm going to Tennessee. My male best friend, he went to Michigan. One of my best friends, she went to cosmetology school. The other one, she had a full ride to DePaul for basketball. Then my other one, she went to a school in Illinois. So we, you know what I'm saying? We in different places. But everybody came back to Chicago, but me and my male best friend. So it's like, well, how would my life be if I went back home? Like, I've got a cousin to my friends here yeah. in Nashville. I know they're going to party here. Like, I don't know nothing about the nightlife in Chicago. Because I didn't grow up in mm-hmm. the nightlife for Chicago. I grew up going to preschool, you know, middle school, high school. Once I turned 18, I basically came to college. You dipped. So my life from 18 into 31 now is here. So how would I make myself fit back at home? It's hard. It's so hard. I can't even give you advice on that. It is. Because, I mean, granted, Corona happened, so I really don't know. But every time I would go back home, it would only be for a couple of weeks. I think the longest was one time I stayed a month. And I was like, I have got to leave. That's I like the summer break. You know, when you go home for college, the summer breaks. I'm like, bro, this the longest yes. three, four months ever. I was so ready. But then I'm like, dang, I wish I would have. I guess embrace those moments more yeah. because now that we're adults, we can't get that free time back and we can't go out and venture out with our friends from home, mm-hmm. especially being out of state. Now we would have stayed in state. We'd probably be having a different conversation, but probably. being out of state and having friends in a different state, like your close friends, that's a little bit harder. It is. And I, I like, I like meeting people. I like, cause I have a bad memory. So sometimes I forget how I meet people, but I, I don't forget moments. I guess I go off of how, like, I feel. Like, I remember all happy moments, and then I remember all real bad moments. Like, oh, I can't go with this bitch nowhere. Anything in between, I don't really remember like that. But what um, really got me, I saw it on Twitter today, and it was, like, meeting people on social media that you don't know, and you try to figure out, how do I know this person? I know I don't know them in real life, but then they turn out to be, like, a good friend of yours on social media, like Twitter, Half the people that I talk to on Twitter, I don't know on a personal level. And see, I'm a little different. Like, I meet people, or like, I know them from TSU because I've seen mm-hmm. them. But we have more conversation on Twitter. So, like, when we went to the uh, podcast oh, yeah. Saturday, <laughs> those people we had never met but one other person. Shut up. So, I only met Cliff because, you know, we, mm-hmm. we had that. Uh, yeah, that good old podcast. If y'all want to hear a good podcast, <laughs> so, you guys, talk. <laughs> Right. We're going to shout out Garrison right now. Yeah. Um, so, Garrison, he has a G-Talk podcast. It's the it's the podcast for young adults, two young adults. And I am what I call myself the executive producer because I named it the G-Talk. So, that's just that. However, I don't like hearing my voice, but he had like a 50th episode um, celebration on Saturday. And most of the people that were there, me and Sasha, had never met. But when you listen to these podcasts and when it's actually people that you know or they're around the same age, you kind of feel more relaxed when you meet these people. Yeah. I got social anxiety. I don't like meeting new people or I'm observed. And if you pay attention to Saturday, when new, when more people come in, yeah, you were. I'm, I'm very chill, I'm very reserved, and then I'm watching because I'm watching you because you ain't going to watch me. I got to watch you first. <laughs> I need to know. I need to make my control. <laughs> I got to control the room. 
So I don't like meeting new people in a sense that I have to do, I got to observe and I got to bring that wall down. And once it's down, it's down. Yeah. But. Because you can fun. tell that you warmed up at the end. Yeah, because like, in the beginning, I'm like, sitting there. I ain't drinking. I ain't doing nothing, okay? Granted, I had a two-day uh, cleanse before, <laughs> but still. <laughs> and that was just like the opposite in the sense of, I came in just talking to people like I knew them. <laughs> the only person I knew there was Tasia and Cliff. Literally. <laughs> Everybody else. I had no idea who they were. But they all gave me good energy, and that's what I, I go. I'm an energy person. Yeah. So like, if I don't talk to you immediately, it's because I think it's something off, and now I'm trying to figure out who you are. But if I come to you with open arms, your energy to me is reading like you are a positive person. Now maybe that will change mm-hmm. later on down the line. But right now, what you're giving me, I like. <laughs> And I can deal with it. Yeah, and I think that when people finally seen who I was, it was nice putting, like, the voices with yeah. the face. And the first thing people go is, oh, you a clip going to argue. I'm like, God damn it. I could not be known as this aggressive person. No, y'all have got to listen to that podcast. <laughs> what episode was it, Tasia? Uh, I was just listening to it. <laughs> Shoot, hold on. Because, y'all. Episode I- 34. It's on Apple Music. It's on Spotify. Sasha can drop the link up on when she dropped yes. this episode. But I thought they was going to fight. <laughs> it's not even that. We, we just not going to talk about it. But A new friend. Right. I mean, like, <laughs> it was so crazy because that day, I remember Garrison setting us up. He was like, yeah, I'm going to have you and Cliff on this podcast. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. And if you know Cliff, no, you know he's very argumentative. Mm-hmm. He got to prove his point. And then you meet me. And I'm like, I'm not going for your bullshit. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> So going there, I had already knew, like, okay, here we go. He with the shit. And literally, like, the first 10 minutes, he already started. But at, after that episode, we started, I guess, talking more on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, like, shifted. But then people still think we just supposed to argue. So now Sasha wants to have a podcast when she comes back to Nashville. I do. With me, Cliff. With me and Cliff on it. And I'm just like, Sasha, oh my goodness, we can't have your podcast no, with I this. No, I think it's going to be great. Crazy energy. I think it's going to be It's going to be good. Because have you ever had somebody that you didn't necessarily like when you first met them? But then down the line, you're like, oh, dang, they actually really cool. Like, <laughs> that has happened to me before where I'm like, I do not like this person. But I don't really like people who are like me. So if you are extra as hell, I probably won't like you because I think I should be the only extra person. Yes. So oh, I'm like, know. oh, she's okay. she does too much or he does too much. <laughs> I don't like that. And it's like, but they act just like you. No, they don't. I get so mad. <laughs> I don't really care for people who act like me now. But if you maybe we can get along. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, if you act like me, that means it's annoying. Not we gonna bump heads. So Jalen's calling. <laughs> Hey girl, we on this podcast. It's me and Hi Jalen, you don't know me, but I know your voice. <laughs> oh, I got a question. So did y'all y'all met after school or y'all knew each other during school? After. After. So how was that? Cause so the the podcast today is about more new friends and about like that Drake song, No New Friends. I think that's crazy because as you get older, you should be making new friends. Now it may be harder to get people in your like circle now. Because what you what you want in life is a little different than what you're looking for in a friendship is different. But growing your friends list is good, I think. I agree. 
I feel like I'm, well, I ain't gonna say I feel like I met, like, my closer people, like, after. Because, you know, you have those couple from college, and then, but I feel like the more people I met, I think it's been after. Mm-hmm. Like, the the yeah. closer friendships that I have have been after. Shockingly, me and Jalen are actually four or five years apart. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And how we met, we met at work. It. <laughs> a work friend turned a real friend. Yeah, and yeah. my old roommate was actually her friend, and we all worked together. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, me and Jalen, we just clicked. And I don't know if yeah, it was the Wisconsin, Chicago, like the yeah. racing Chicago ness, like something. But this is my girl, okay? <laughs> right, this is my girl. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Oh, you need to interrupt the podcast, though. Oh no, fine. We was talking about friendships, and you just happened to call, so it was like, oh, and it worked that perfectly. Was <laughs> I was gonna ask y'all since now that I know that y'all met um, working. So for me, this is how I feel like I could trust somebody that I work with. Like <laughs> I have to see them in a certain type of like element, and then I'm like, okay. You kind of with the same shit I be on. Like, you peeping the same shit I peep kind of thing. So, now I think you cool. So, now let's try to hang out outside of work. Is that how it was for y'all? Or? I think we I think we might have texted a lot more and, like, talked about different situations. And then we was like, okay, cool. So, we just started like, oh, let's go out here. Let's go out here. And then, you know, remember at work that one day when we was listening to all that music? Man, oh, yeah. Oh, my and goodness. Was my nigga because yes, like... We was, so, we work with kids mm-hmm. and we was playing the old school like bow wow love. we playing all the old school hits uh, y'all was in me it. and Jayla over there hey get in y'all rules <laughs> why what's going on we jamming out here so it was like from that day forward we was like man we we just like we cool as hell and then we went out for homecoming this last year we've been friends for a, a while like a couple of years before Garrison got in the mix of our friendship but uh, <laughs> homecoming this year we were just lit for no reason. But it's like, like oh my goodness, let's go. What you want to do? All right, we go work out. You know, she just finished nursing school. We'll okay, talk about that. So my girl, Ariane, you know what I'm saying? She working in her field now in Wisconsin. She left me. My little feelings hurt, but it's all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, Garrison um, butted in our friendship somehow. But it's crazy because Garrison, we both knew Garrison. Separate I think times that's in our how lives. We even got closer because uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's so random. Like, I met it Garrison. So yeah, I met Garrison at a wedding last year. Jalen met Garrison because they came in to TSU together. Okay. And they had went on a trip together and they kind of. So then we was all on Twitter. And you go back to Twitter when you're making friends on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and we was like, what we. Jalen was like, girl. She's like, my girl, what are we doing for New Year's? I'm like, I don't know. Let's hit up Garrison. So then. <laughs> On that podcast. Yes. Yeah. So that podcast, and that's kind of like, our friendship was already tight, but then we just added like a, and it was okay to add another person to our yeah. mix. Because yeah. we help him out. He don't help us out. We help him out, okay? That's how <laughs> Garrison want to be somebody's daddy so bad. Girl. Right. Not a zaddy, but a daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he 
still want to be a man, okay? The thing that's so funny, and the reason why, like, Garrison's name is popping up, because we all know Garrison differently. Like, <laughs> I literally met Garrison because I listened to his podcast. It was recommended to me. I started listening to the podcast, and I tweeted about the podcast. Then Garrison's ass shot me a DM. So, what, what, what do you like about the G-Talk podcast? Can you give me, like, some pointers? Like, what, what, do you think it's too much like this? So then I would give him feedback. my opinion and feedback. <laughs> and then that's how we gained, like, a little friendship. But if you were to look at Twitter, you would think that I know this man. And I and have I, to tell him. I ain't even gonna lie, I definitely thought you knew him for a long time. <laughs> no! No. I literally <laughs> met him for the first time in flesh on Saturday, Jalen. I had never I, met him in person. Yeah, Sasha said she feel like she know you because of our podcast. I do. I, I feel like I know you. I know y'all. I like y'all personality. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was so funny. I was like, Jalen, yeah, Sasha tell She said, Sasha. I say she, you know, she alpha cat because Jalen alpha side. Mm-hmm. And she was like, the ball I say, yes, the ball hit it was. Because <laughs> everybody knew Sa- If you knew Sasha in undergrad, baby. Say, you- I remember that from undergrad. I remember <laughs> Matter of fact, you know how I remember her? Nope. It was when I was in boot camp. And they came, they came out and strolled, I think. Girl. And, I, and it's crazy because I got a picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you think about, like, these friendships, like, how sometimes we may meet each other, like, in the passing, like, yeah. years ago. Yeah, and then crazy. 10 years later, you like, oh, my goodness, you were there. That is hilarious. So when Drake say no new friends, it's bullshit. Because sometimes Ed knows new friends. It gives you another dynamic to your friendships, mm-hmm. to your life. Like, literally, I called Jalen. What you doing? Hey, we finna get some wine. We'll be at the house here watching videos, drinking wine. That's it. Going through three, four bottles, eating edibles. I mean, whatever. Yeah. And we oh, chill. We chill. Now, I ain't say how much, but. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I called Aaron and he didn't answer the phone. Oh, he trash. And then, and then like, even a doxy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I added Aaron to our friendship. When you talk about friendships. So, like, Aaron and Jalen real cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Right, you get what I'm saying? So like So how do you know when to add a new friend to the mix? Um, it's all about how we can, I guess, collaborate, like be in one setting. Yeah. So like we all we all really be kicking it in one Yeah. Minute. And we can kick it in a setting, cool. And then you have like a group message, like, yeah. okay, we're doing this. And it worked out because you gotta know your other friend too. Like Aaron, you know him, he real chill, he real mm-hmm. this, he real that. Jalen cool, Garrison cool, I'm cool. Okay, cool. So we and just put us all together. Everybody, that's how I know people now. <laughs> Tasha do know everybody. But I'm very, I'm, I'm such an introvert, which is so crazy. Which is crazy, but you know, hella people though. I know. For you to be such an introvert. No, she, no she's really friendly. She's she not is. An at she's super friendly. To some if I to once I friend. know you. Yeah, yeah. Once you, once yeah. Yeah, I gotta open up. Like Saturday, like I'm selling. Like Saturday, yeah. I didn't. So she's still a Chicagoan. But she still got that. Uh, <laughs> who the fuck are you? you? <laughs> All right. You know, we don't like people like that. We be looking like, who, yeah, who, who, who <laughs> they? <laughs> that is a fact. Yeah, she's still a little crazy. This my girl. Yeah, y'all don't understand. And like I said, this is a friendship. Even my best friend, she be like, she's like, Tasia, how the hell y'all finna do this podcast on Saturday without Jalen? I'm like, don't bring it what up. Yes. I was like, my feelings hurt. But this my best friend from home and mm. she knows that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to know how your friends mix, and you have to be able to communicate with your friends. Yes. Because she, she's never met Jalen, but she knows that if, yeah, but she know if I'm going somewhere with Jalen, 
we finna meet up with Garrison. Or yeah. if I'm going somewhere with Garrison, we finna meet up with Jalen. So the fact that she even mentioned that Saturday was funny. Like, how you finna go somewhere without Jalen? I'm like, Tasha, okay. My, mind you, huh? Right. Had to maybe in my feelings real quick. Get sad. That's hilarious. But we gonna finish okay. this up. And then I'm gonna uh, call you back soon as we finish. Y'all have fun. Nice Thanks. Nice to meet you too, Jalen. <laughs> Thank my, you. Bye, my girl. All right. Bye. I love that. Because I'm just, I'm so, I, I, I'm an advocate for making new friends, if you cannot tell already. But I think you should. And as you could tell, like, I have friends from college. I get along with them, and you know some of them. Mm-hmm. And then I made new friends outside of college from work. And we just became, you know, like good friends. Like Jalen, that's that's my girl. Like, hey, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? Yes. That that's how we get. Hey, you want to go drink some wine? Like we be on the same page. And then I like when new people bring new things to you that you didn't know. Like it's a self discovering. Like I hate that I say the word like so much. I'm gonna try to it's listen. Okay. It's gonna be a challenge, you guys. I went. It's, count how many times I say like. Okay. You and might win a prize. I, right. You might win a prize. <laughs> I'm, I need to work on that. But in the New York Times article, the one that I started with, it says, after 30, people often experience internal shifts in how they approach friendship. Self-discovery gives way to self-knowledge. So you can become pickier about when you surround or what you surround yourself with. And to me, that hit it right there on the nail because what I'm what I was looking for in college is not what I'm looking for now. And when I approach friendships, it's not like I need the friendship. It's stuff that happens just organically. Like mm-hmm. I remember in college, just putting myself in places to meet people. But now I feel like I just happen to randomly be somewhere. And then, oh, I, you know, and then we become friends so randomly. Mm-hmm. And I really like that more so than how it used to be because I would call people a friend and they necessarily weren't a friend. They were probably adult person, but we weren't friends. So now I've learned, I don't use the word friend too often. I'm big on, I like a title. I need to people, I need yeah, a it, title for me to understand my connection with people. So yes. if you, if I consider you an acquaintance, you're cool with me, but I won't share certain things with you that mm-hmm. I would with somebody that I call my friend. Exactly. And even my friends have different like levels in the sense of what I share. You know, my best friends, like they would know everything about me because you're my best friend. We know everything about each other kind of thing. But somebody who like just started to become a friend of mine that I started to talk to, they're only going to know a little bit of the things. And I would expect to only know a little bit from them too until we have tested the water of our friendship <laughs> in a sense. And I think go back to back to vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And I think with certain friendships, you're more vulnerable in. Yes. <clears throat> so I know like with some of my friendships, I won't tell this person this. And I won't tell this person this. So somebody's going to know something about me that the other one doesn't yes. know. And it's because of how vulnerable I am. Like my best friend Tasha is my best friend. But if I feel like you're going to judge me on something, I might be like, Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna tell you that. I'll tell you later. <laughs> and then I'm gonna tell right. this other person who I feel like ain't gonna judge because we on the same page exactly. or we done been through the same thing. Like I say, my best friend is married with children. So what I've experienced being away in college is not something that she's experienced. So of course I'm gonna go to my friends who's ex- who I've yeah. experienced this with. So it's like, okay, cool. But it's hard to like kind of place friends in a box 
Yeah. So, like, you give people titles. And I like titles, so it's hard, like, my friend. And it'd be hard because, like, if I, I got coworkers that I talk to outside of work. And I'm like, that's my coworker. I'm like, no, that's really my friend. Like, if I talk to you outside of work and we talk about anything besides work, I'd have been in your house. You'd have been, we're mm. friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. now, I don't know the level of friendship, but we're there. I didn't say we was best friends. We're friends. Right. We had a foundation. Even, like, kind of playing field. Yeah. So, like, if we want to build a stronger foundation, we got the friend foundation. It's just the type of friend in which you are. Are you just my situational friend? Mm-hmm. Are you my best friend? Because you can have a best work friend. You can yep. have the best this, the best that. You can do that. But I know when I'm in therapy and I'm working on some stuff, and when I be talking about situations, everybody has a title. So one of my friends is called a friend that really ain't my friend, but it is my friend. That is one of my titles in therapy. And that's a real friend. And, <laughs> and my therapist, she already know like who I'm talking about. And then or I or any guy that talked about in therapy. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a, a name, a location. Cause I have to have that that's title. That's how I am. It has to be a title. Or I feel like you're not gonna follow along. You're not gonna understand mm-hmm. me. So I'm trying my best to put it out there. So you might got Atlanta. I'm like, you know, a guy from Atlanta. She's like, I know that, but you know, the person this way, you know this, you know this, mm-hmm. you know this, you know, like everybody got a name. That's how I am too. Like I'm, I'm big on that, just for the simple fact. Like I can be, I can be very, very nice, and I've never got burned by quote unquote friends. Like I've luckily I've been in a situation where I've never had that happen, but I see it so much around me that I'm like, okay, no. <laughs> kind of thing like that ain't that's not how i move my other question that i had on here was do you trust quote-unquote friends that don't have their own core group of friends like there was a person i met we were on set friends so we would do shows together we were friendly on set we got each other's numbers we were trying to link up but sometimes it fell off just because new york is is a place of flakers you make plans but you'll never go through with the plans right so her birthday was coming up and she had mentioned how she wanted us all, our little set friends, to go out with her. But then she didn't bring it up again. So nobody really brought it up because it's your birthday. Like, I ain't going to bring up. Are you going to uh, do this still? Man, my birthday. Listen. Again, okay. I'm sending out Texas two weeks. You, thank you. That, that's how I am. So if I don't bring up something that nine times out of ten mean I ain't doing it no more or what. So nobody did anything for her birthday. So I saw her again on set. Now, I'm the type of person where... I didn't know it was an issue. So I was like, hey, girl, da 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 Happy belated birthday. How was it? You know, because in my mind, we're just on set friends. We don't have like a friendship for real. She was like, I don't, I don't really fuck with y'all like that. And I was like, oh, well, what do we do? She was like, well, I wanted to go out on my birthday and y'all didn't want to go out. I said, well, you never brought it up again. So I figured it wasn't happening. And I also am not your friend friend (laughs) because you have to say it twice so people know that it's real yes yes like we're friends on set and i can't even say friends like we met on one set and we got cool on that one set but i don't know you well enough to just come out to your shit or keep asking what you doing for your birthday what you doing because i want to be there like i don't know you that well Mm -hmm. i damn near don't do that for my friend like you got to let me know what you doing <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. just the type of friend that i am that don't mean i'm not thinking about you or anything like that but no that that's valid like i know when i come home for christmas um my best friend's birthday is january 7th me i leave before before january mm-hmm. we celebrated then because i know that i'm not gonna be there but i always ask what are you doing for your birthday that is your chance to tell me what you're doing because if not what i'm gonna do for your birthday 
we can go out to eat, I'll pay for your dinner, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, so it's kind of different. Cause like she has her own core set of friends. Yeah. Because we in two different places. And I got my own core set of friends. But if you just relying on me, who you just met, Girl. to turn up your life, this ain't what you want. I think that's just absurd. And yes. that's what I thought of that girl. She was being very, very absurd. <laughs> that's what I of the girl. And that friendship went down the drain <laughs> real fast. <laughs> it will. Because you can't... If, if I'm a new friend, you know, you just cannot expect... Um, your newest friends to sit there and do a lot of stuff for you. Yes. It's a very fantasy kind of view of friendships. Like the idea of a friendship that you built from entertainment. Like watching TV shows or movies or listening to music. Like no new friends and you hold on and you hold on to people or books and you think about oh that's what friends are supposed to do. I was reading something again and they were like yeah. It was a group of guys saying how they thought that their, their friendship had to be like um the Godfather and like Carlito's way, like all those gangster type of movies where loyalty is like beyond. And they took it to the core and it's like, no, people fuck up in life. Like, yes, people should be loyal, but how far does that really extend <laughs> if you're trying to have your own personal growth? I may not be able to be loyal to you if I'm not loyal to myself first. Like, if I ain't with that shit, who, uh, who am I supposed to be loyal to? Hi, Self is... You gotta have yourself intact, I think, to He really um, was happy to see me, you guys, even though he didn't say anything. That's her best friend that just walked through the door crazy, right? Um So well oh yeah, you like you gotta have the fantasy, yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yourself has to be intact. And that's with any situation, mm-hmm. whether it's a relationship, friendship, anything. You have to know yourself and know what you are grounded on. Know yourself, on. know your worth. You know, know your gra- know your ethics, know your morals, know your values, mm-hmm. know all those things before you even attempt a friendship because everybody's different. And I can't get mad at you because what you, you don't like something that I like. Because we all like different things. Now, we do have common things we like, but all of us are not gonna like the same thing. Yeah. Like Jalen and Garrison, they like seafood. I don't like seafood. My best friend Tasha, she likes this. I may not like that, mm-hmm. but it don't. You know what I'm saying? That's not gonna alter my friendship, right? And it shouldn't, cause I know myself. When you know yourself, know that, and then it helps you, I guess, with other relationships. When I get upset with my best friend, we already know Tasha not gonna talk for a day. Mm-hmm. We just stop talking, or something is bothering me. I get really quiet on the phone. She knows that, cause she's paying attention. And in a, in friendship, you have to pay attention to your yep. friends. You got to know what's going to set them off. And you got to know what's going to set yourself off. Yes. I've definitely, like, have been learning that. Because I'm going to do another podcast that talks about, like, maintaining friendships. Because the work that goes into a friendship is the same type of work in the relationship. Same type of work within. (laughs) (laughs) Same type of work with your family when you, like, have outgrown things now because you're an adult. And the shit that... You used to have to accept. You're not going to accept it anymore because you are an adult now. Like, things definitely have to change. You have to maintain. But that's definitely another podcast because that could go on forever. Yeah. Before we end it, because we are looking good on time, um, (laughs) go out and make some new friends. But I wanted to talk about the new friendships on Insecure. So, for those of you who don't know, (laughs) I am Issa D's 
long lost cousin, right? And I'm going to be written into the show as her cousin coming to California. I'm her favorite cousin from Midwest. And she has to show me, you know, Callie, you know, she has her shit together now. So now she can have a little roommate, i.e. Sasha. And I will go by my name too, because why not? <laughs> this is all fictional, by the way. <laughs> But on Insecure, I really do love that show because it, it mirrors life, especially life of um, an early 30, late 20-something black women and men. And the new friendships on Insecure that I wanted to highlight was Nathan and, Etha, Nathan and Issa's relationship, Tiffany and her baby crew, Issa and Condola, and then when Issa had that one day with the DMV chicks. <laughs> Because it all shows different type of levels of friendships, new friendships, and how when you instantly can click with somebody. And you're like, oh my goodness, we got everything in common. This is so cool. I could really be my true, authentic self with you, which is Issa and Nathan. Like, Issa met Nathan in a time of her life where she just wanted to live in her truth. And I think those friends that you come across, those new friends are very special because they really give you a new awakening on life. You have a clean slate to start however you would like to start. And for her, she wanted to start with being truthful and honest. And that's how their relationship has expanded, to me anyway. That's about right. It's except you can see when he kind of ghosts her. Yeah. And that's when that new friendship comes to play. Like, are we new friends to where you can tell me what's going on mm -hmm. then and there? Yes. And what he did, he ghosted her. Now, mental health is real. We're not going to ever downplay that, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm a mental health professional. So, um, it's real. And it takes a lot, I guess, to feel like you can trust this person to even tell them. And if you notice in that last episode, when... Um, I don't, hope everybody watched it before. Oh, yeah, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, in that last episode, when they had kind of like that heart-to-heart -heart moment, because the previous episode, she said, hey, I'm back on my eggs. I just mm -hmm. want to let you know, because it was once again living in her truth. But then, I guess once he realized, like, hey, she's really trying to live in her truth, maybe I should yep. live in my truth as well, and that's coming clean. So in that scene, you know, she over there cracking jokes as always, and he's like, hey, this was going on. I just want to let you know I'm bipolar. So then it gave her that chance to really think about what happened, what led up to that mm -hmm. moment, and like, dang, well, he really did ghost me. He was dealing with his own shit. Because once again, Issa deals with her own shit. Yep. But her shit is more like, it's it's not as major as mental health mm -hmm. problems. She got some shit now. <laughs> but it ain't as big as like somebody telling you that bipolar. Yeah. So then when I think about their friendship, and I think about mine, when I tell people like, hey, I struggle with mental health. You know what I'm saying? So. It's hard to tell everybody. Because mm -hmm. you're like, dang, how people gonna judge me? So I felt them like, how do you tell people, like, I'm struggling with this, I'm struggling with that? Like, I struggle with depression, I struggle with anxiety. Yeah. But those are my struggles. And it's hard when you think about your friendship. So you have to be in a comfortable place to tell your friends, like, hey, I struggle mm -hmm. with this. And, and at that point, that new friendship, because I think it started on such a truthful, you know, truthful foundation. Yeah that it opened up this bigger conversation to where you're like, hey, Issa, I like you, do this. And the real reason why is because I'm bipolar. Mm -hmm. That's really tough to say. That is. With a new friendship. Now, my older friendship, you're like, man, let me tell you, I did this, this, yeah. and this. 
and you gonna you gonna kind of downplay. You ain't gonna hit it right on the head, but you just come out like I'm this. Mm-hmm. You like wait a minute, I'm what? Like exactly, cause you like I know you for this long, and then you start to try Ooh. to you you start to try to like figure it out for them, <laughs> and it's like no, I don't need you to figure out my shit for me. I just want to let you know like this is a part of who I am. This is me, mm-hmm. and now I'm letting you in on that. But you're right. That that definitely he did open up. Dang, that's another thing. Peace, because <laughs> that goes into like a a friendship that turned into a situationship, and that's a whole nother a whole. Nother, I'm telling you, this this relation this is a relationship series. It'll be a couple of episodes on different topics as far as friendships and relationships. But yeah, situationships will be talked about, and we're gonna come back to Nathan and Issa on that. Tiffany and her baby crew. That's situational, situational friendship. Because has she not been pregnant? Mm-hmm. Condola would have never got put in a picture. Girl. I blame <laughs> Tiffany for everything now. <laughs> but even then, right? So we just talked about Nathan and Issa mm-hmm. and that truthful moment of vulnerability. Look at Tiffany and her baby crew. Okay. Nobody in that friendship has had a child. Yeah. So nobody knew what she was going through. The reason why all her cries out for postpartum depression was not heard about her close friends. Mm-hmm. Cause we don't look for those things. That's not, we're not used to that person. Yeah. So then it took for that last episode, once again, for like these truths to come out. Like, dang, she has been doing this. She has been doing mm-hmm. that. But when you got that new friendship, like Issa and Nathan, it was a little bit more easy. Like, hey, I'm dealing with bipolar. Yep. But it was harder for Tiffany to even tell her husband like, hey. This is what I'm going this through. This is hard. I got postpartum. Like this is hard, and it's different because, like I said, those lasting friendships, you can't. It's kind of hard to tell those people what you're going through because mm-hmm. they so used to you not going through nothing. Yeah, you see, being a certain way and always figuring it out. Yeah, like okay, she gonna get through it, and I know people yeah. that like, hey, you're gonna get through it. And I'm like, y'all say that, but y'all not living it. Especially when you are considered the quote unquote strong friend. But what's a strong friend, girl? Because. I don't know. But I think that somebody may think that I may be the strong friend just because I don't talk about my problems all the time. But that don't mean that you don't have no problems just because you don't talk about them. You just don't talk yeah. about them. Because I hate being a girl and be like, oh my goodness, Tasia, you're so strong. And you're 31. And you don't have both your parents. And I'm like, y'all, y'all realize that's, that's a constant reminder. Yeah. Like, hey guys, I wake up every damn day. I come down and look at them two obituaries. They mm-hmm. write the. I know that. I don't want, it's not a reminder. Yeah. But when you meet somebody new, like these newer friendships, they don't remind you of your past. Exactly. It's something complete. You have a clean slate. It, it's clean. It's like fresh. Like, oh my goodness, I can mm-hmm. be who I want to be. And it's not saying that my old friendships are bad. You just have to be like, okay, how do I address this? Because you don't want to hurt their feelings. Right. Because they are. They used to be being happy in this. When I meet a new person, it's a clean slate. Hey, y'all lost my parents. That's it. We ain't got to talk about it no right. more. And Boom. Nine times out of ten, they won't bring it up. Kind and your of thing, old friends yeah. like, okay, hey, it's Mother's Day. Yeah. Hey, it's Father's Day. I know the anniversary. And I and I love everybody. But sometimes for me, it's a lot mm-hmm. emotionally. And then like you, if you if you tell your husband, I'm going to postpartum, you don't want him to just start doing stuff. Yeah. Because you're going to, no, I want you to do these things every day. Mm-hmm. But know that today, I just need a little bit of help. Just today. That's so true. And it, it made me think too with her um, her baby crew, like how mixing friends is hard to do, especially when you have 
not privyed your old friends on your new friends and you let your new friends do something that your old friends wanted to do. Like that baby shower? Yeah, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly and her, I was just like, damn, that was so bogus. But I get it, you know, like, you want somebody who already knows what they're doing, but you also didn't even give your best friend a chance to do it for you. Like, how you know that she couldn't do it? Yeah, you just decided it? So new friends on Insecure. Issa and Condola. A budding friendship. A situational friendship nonetheless that turned into like a working friendship. And Issa found somebody that was more advanced than she was and what she wanted to do. And that helped build her confidence because you can be friends and you're like, dang, that's where I want to be. And sometimes when it, cause she already had a successful friend. Molly is very successful. But it wasn't successful what she wanted exactly. to do. And she couldn't necessarily talk to Molly about the things that she wanted to do because Molly is also that older friend who knows you. And sometimes when you keep doing the same shit that you've always <laughs> done, your old friends can't really see the new person that you're trying to be and that's until why you I, show them. Yes, and that's why we talk about it's hard yeah. to tell them, like, hey, guys, um, I'm going through X, Y, and Z. Because the new friends, you're like, hey, I'm going through this. We don't want to talk exactly. about it. Exactly. Because they used to the, oh, they used to everything about you. Mm -hmm. And with Issa and Condola, it sucks because when you talk about new friendships, Tiffany was wrong yeah. for not letting Issa, her old friend, know, like, hey, I know you want to work with Condola. I see the child I'm making this, but Condola and Lawrence are talking. Yeah. That's my point of view. Because you talk about those mixing of the friends. Mm -hmm. And once Molly figured out that Condola was talking to Lawrence, Molly's whole stance is like, I'm your best friend, bitch. Like, hold on. Yeah, she got the game she fucked got, up. She gotta go. You're not about to be friends with her. <laughs> she gotta go. Which I felt the. Because mm -hmm. you, you protecting your best friend. Like, no, 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 no. You're not gonna hurt my best friend because... You mess with her old dude. Yeah. And Issa was kind of naive to that too. Mm -hmm. Because when you when you see, when you have a new friend that brings out good parts in you and accepts you and, they, you know, encourages you, it's hard to let that go because it's like, damn, finally somebody who like can see me how I want to be seen. And Condola did that for her. And she knew when she found out about Lawrence that the shit was not going to work, but she didn't want to believe it. She lived in like a this reality, the the fantasy, what they call it, a <laughs> fantastic view of friendship. Yeah, it was just like we can get past this. She enjoyed it because she was like, well, in her mind, she felt like she had dealt with. When we talk about self, she felt like she had dealt with herself. She had healed yeah. from her and Lawrence's relationship. However. Lawrence and Issa never really addressed the situation. Mm -hmm. We can go to closure. Yeah. They had to have that closure. And if they would have had that closure before Issa and Condola would have met, I think that Issa and Condola's friendship would have been a little different. Yeah, because things became very awkward and very weird. Because Condola didn't know how to take the friendship that... Because you can still tell, even though they went together and they're done... That friendship was still to the core between Lawrence and They Issa. had a friendship. They could finish each other's sentences and banter back and <laughs> forth, but that's because they really knew each other beyond a relationship. They were friends first. Mm -hmm. And that was the thing that, because Issa didn't mess up that friendship. Condola messed it up. Uh -huh. And it's because as, I don't know if I could talk to somebody who I'm trying to be friends with their ex. I, I don't yeah. know if I could do that. Because at some point, it especially, messy. yeah, if I have not dealt with my mess in that situation, mm -hmm. like what? How? 
And I think if East and Lawrence would have dealt with their situation before, but we talk about timing. It wasn't time for them to it fix wasn't. their relationship at that point. Reasons why you see Issa doing her and you see Lawrence doing him. But in doing that, they get they come back together, yep. right? And we left with a damn bomb at the end. Yep, neither one of them really dealt with what they was going through. But when they finally hit that wall and got over it, and it was just like, damn. If y'all didn't see it, please watch it because I will be talking about Insecure these next couple of episodes about relationships because that's my show and y'all can get some shit from watching that show. It is. Our last new friendship that I want to highlight on Insecure because I thought it was so funny to put it in because it's the random friendships sometimes are like the dopest in a sense, but then they could go left. So Issa and the DMV chicks. So when <laughs> Issa went to a paint and sip and she meets these girls that are visiting LA for a bachelorette weekend, they are from the DMV. Now they are friend, friend, friends. Like they didn't came with their girl cause their girl got engaged and they're having a good time. They have befriended a local. Issa is able to be the person that she wants to be with them. She's talking about, oh, I do these things where I throw events for black people. I work with so-and-so. You know, she's up on herself because when people don't know who you are, the past you, and they know you now in front of them, that feels great. So Issa's bigging herself up. They're loving Issa. They hang out damn near all day. Good, they run into the night with each other. Issa goes to the bathroom after they have dinner. She comes out. These friends that she met, they're long gone. <laughs> they have left the girl because the joke was on Issa. They had to befriend somebody on this bachelorette list of things to do. And Issa happened to be collateral damage at that time. But it, it goes to show that when you aren't really looking, you could find friendships in the most different type of time like literally a pain and sip yeah you know if you go there you may talk to somebody but you connected with somebody so much that you want to keep hanging out with them during that day but i think part of their connection was because Issa was being her upcoming self mm -hmm. not her true self her yeah. upcoming self the so, version that she wants to be and she was being very vulnerable mm -hmm. and in a sense it backfired because they realized like this who we finna play this joke on Okay, I got these people. I'm doing this. I'm putting on a bench. Yep. So when they mad, she the perfect one. She got the money. Mm -hmm. She got this. She got that. And it's like, wait a minute. These bitches really just left me. Yep, it ain't there yet. <laughs> right. And it's like, dang, I really got to pay for this bill. Well, I got to wash these dishes. Well, I got to go to jail for some people I just met. Mm -hmm. So then you look at it like, how much do you tell your friends when you just meet them? Ooh, because that, yes. was, she that, told that them she told them a whole laundry list of things. Like I do this, I do not this, even I do realizing this. that that was the thing, but it does put you in the mindset of being vulnerable, like you said, and keeping. The, you can't tell everybody everything. Not the not, <laughs> not first in the day. Very, yeah, not the first day out the gate. <laughs> and then, do you give up information to be given up, or do you wait till you're asked? Mm. So I feel like in that situation, she was just like yeah. just dropping facts. Boom, 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 she boom, was. boom. And in their mind, they already know what they're there for. They already mm -hmm. got their motives. Because you're in their friend group. Yeah. You are the person walking into their friend group. You're right. So you're like, okay. So they only going to tell you what they want you to know. Mm -hmm. But then you just go spilling it. Like, da 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 So at the end of the night, you left with this bill. Why? Because one, 
you were too vulnerable. Yes. I've been in a situation like that, not in the sense of being too vulnerable, but being the person walking into a friend group that has already been established. And that's kind of awkward in itself. But it ended up turning out okay, but like just walking into friendships that aren't necessarily your own and finding a footing in that was so weird for me to do because I had never been that person. I had always been a person who had friends who like I'm introducing people to different people. So to be the person on the outside coming in, but yeah, that it's a different and weird feeling. It sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. Mm -hmm. But it's just it's up to that person who's connecting these other people to know the friend that you're connecting. Yes. And once you know that as a friend, like this group of friends can work with this group of friends, it's easier to bring them together. Yes. And it's very like a woo saw kind of thing. Because you don't have to split your time. Man, <laughs> that's what it is in real life, y'all. When you getting older and you are having friends and you become new friends and all these things, and you want to bring friends together. It, we want to bring y'all together because it's just easier on us. I always feel split when I come here. So I was so happy that when I came to this time around, like it wasn't for a quote unquote TSU event or anything like that. And I can really spend time with like people that I want to spend time with and that I don't always get to really see. Like I may do a drop by, but I ain't really spending no time. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't be spending time with people and I feel so bad all the time. So I always feel split. So if I bring y'all together, just even if y'all don't like each other for that day, just have a good time for me. <laughs> that shit is hard, bro. I ain't gonna have a good time. Just like if you know that you don't like one of my friends yeah. and you know I'm gonna bring y'all together, say something. Yeah. Like I know that That's some true. of my friends, they know that I have, you know, I have like different issues with different people for mm -hmm. whatever reason. And I don't say it's a bad thing. We just don't see out of app. But I don't see them inviting me to events that that person yeah, would be yeah. at. And I don't see me going to events that they would be at because we just wouldn't match. Not because we can't match, but because at this point in time, we have not dealt with our shit too Yeah, much. so why even be in the same room? All right, so I retract that statement. Don't do it for me. But if y'all really don't have no beef, do it for me. Like, I mean, if you want to have fun, let's you, go kick it. Listen, Sasha is the fun girl. I like to have a good time. <laughs> that is core to me. Good time. But Tasia, I just want to thank you so much for being on my third episode. That's my favorite number three. <laughs> a 30-ish. Um, what I always do at the end of the episodes is any advice that you would like to give somebody who is younger than us that's listening to the podcast or even for somebody in our age group, anything that has been passed on to you about life, relationships, friendships, anything, self-love, self-care? <laughs> I guess the biggest journey for anybody is really figuring out themselves. And um, self-love is, is the realest thing ever. Because oftentimes, you know, growing up, especially being a dark-skinned lady, Ooh. We had a lot of hate about our skin. Mm -hmm. I don't like dark skinned girls. Like I literally had this one dude I was talking to. He did not want to talk to me no more because he had seen my best friend was light skin. And I was like, "You a fuck nigga." I mean, now he not shit. Like he, yeah. looked, he ugly as hell. Now I was like, "Nigga, all you had was you could sing. That was it." But <laughs> <laughs> but it was bad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm like, for so long, um, we were bashed for the color of our skin because we're dark mm -hmm. skin. So it's like, as we got older, and as you get older, you have to start embracing those things that people think are flaws. 
I'm tall. You said I'm tall. Like I can't help it. I'm fucking tall. I cannot change but I that. But I'm gonna embrace it. Yep. You got nice legs. I, okay, I'm gonna embrace that. I'm gonna embrace everything that you think that I don't like about myself. Like mm -hmm. I know I got a big nose. Them my daddy features. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm dark skinned. Them my mama features. They made me. So I'm gonna embrace it. So as you're going through 20, 30, whatever, you have to just embrace you. And the biggest thing is to go get help, to get counseling. Yes. That is the most uh, most expensive, positive thing you can ever do for yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> counseling gets expensive if you don't have insurance. But I think for me in these last three years, I have watched myself grow um, much more. Like I was already growing. But a lot of people don't know my journey and just my struggles. So for me to say that I'm growing as a person, that's a lot. Cause my therapist, even she was just like, Tasia, it took this long to get to this. And I'm like, you know, but, she's there, but I'm getting up yeah. and it's still a work in progress. And nobody can really just tell you how to deal with stuff. And I hate when people tell you like, oh, you do it this way. No, find your way, mm -hmm. find your way, go to counseling if you need to, and just embrace everything about you because Somebody gonna love you for who you are regardless. Yes. And if you mess up, it's okay. <laughs> like, if you mess up, it is okay. And I had to tell myself that because I am a perfectionist. And people are like, you're not a perfectionist. I'm like, shit, okay. You only knew. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no such thing as a perfect person. It's not. It's not. And that takes a lot to admit. Like, I'm, I think I'm perfect, right? But I'm really not perfect. But we all got mistakes. So, once again, just... Get counseling. Embrace yourself. Love yourself. Follow the path that you want to follow. Yes. And let God be the, if you believe in God, let him be the head of your household or whatever What are your steps? Listen, everything that you said, I wholeheartedly agree with. For sure, for sure. There's a quote that I like to live by and life is a one-time offer. Use it well. And I just always reflect on that because like I've said in the past, I've struggled with really accepting what I want for myself. But now that I am of the age where I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm living my life for me. Yeah. I don't have anybody else to live it for. Fun auntie. <laughs> I'm the fun auntie. <laughs> and I am okay with that. But yes, life is a one-time offer. Use it well. And my other advice is, more new friends, more new friends, more new friends, more, more, more. <laughs> Forget what Drake said. I'm going to say it again. More new friends, more and, new friends. But it, you have to have the capacity yeah. to allow these new friends to come into your life. Yes. And if you feel like you cannot handle new friends or new people in your life, say that. It. Yes. Hey, like I communicated. That's, that's like a, like, Communication is key in everything that you would do in your life, period. So for some people, having friends and making friends, that's what they like in their life. Other friends or other people have to learn themselves first and decide what do they actually need from people. And that's how they make friends. So however way you are, just make sure that you should have some discernment for yourself now. Everybody not your friend. Yes, have more discernment for yourself now. And as you get older, Friendships are hard to come by. True friendships are hard to come by. So if you have your core group of people, your tribe of people, hold them close. And if you got, if you're going through shit, maintain that shit and fix it. If it's worth fixing, because sometimes you have to let stuff go too. You have to let people go. Some people are seasonal. 
you know, that will be another um, topic in this series. But, like, just if, if you are looking to make new friends or you feel like you are struggling to make new friends, um, I would say use social media. When I go to a new city that I live in, what I like to do is go to meetup.com and figure out, well, what do I like to do? I'm going to go to this meetup because these people like the same thing that I like. And I would go and I just speak to people. We already know we're here because it's the common interest of us. So now we have something to talk about. And if I leave out knowing somebody or meeting somebody, that's cool. If I don't, I just try again, you know. And that's okay too. You, you start to discover what you like and what you don't like. It's just like dating. The more and more you date, the more and more you realize that is a no for me. <laughs> that is something I can overlook. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's a no for me. Yes. And that's the same with um, exploring friendships and just meeting people and acquaintances and just being vulnerable and opening yourself up. I challenge people to do that just so you can do some self-discovering about yourself. And... I guess one thing is, um, even with your self-discovery, if you believe in meditation, meditate. Mm -hmm. If you believe in energies and you feel this energy about a new person that you literally just met, go with that because oftentimes our intuition is right. Yes, cool. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's correct. And we may be 31, 32, but some, we still go through the same stuff. Even if we was 21, 22, it's just that the type of friendship that we're looking for in our age is different yep. than when we were 21. And if we would have had this advice, probably we were 21, we might be in different areas in our yes. life right now. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> you know, like, you just think about, yeah. like, if somebody would have just literally told you, and before we go, like, we was reading um, the relationship goals. Yes. Mm -hmm. And even with that, when you think about, like, just situations and our friendships and stuff, we were never really shown healthy, a lot of us were never really shown yeah. healthy relationships growing up friendships none of that so we're all discovering you know ways to get there mm -hmm. and i think with these podcasts that people have that are from like young adults to young adults or young adults figuring out they ish you know what i'm saying it's helpful because somebody is helping you or the younger generation not make the same mistakes that we yes. made. and when you think about relationships it's true i don't remember a healthy relationship or friendships like that because we were just like oh my goodness you don't want to be my friend like, okay, season, you know, like and it's season okay. Yes. It's Ooh. okay to lose friends, I promise you. You're not gonna mm -hmm. lose sleep. It's gonna hurt at first. It's like grief. It's gonna hurt, right? Yep. But even with grief, you learn to adapt. And as we get older, we're learning to adapt. So if you at one point don't believe in making new friends, adapt to your environment and begin to open up and make new friends. Yep. Cause I'm very introverted, but I'm the friendliest introverted <laughs> person that you will meet. She is a, you've heard her just listen to this podcast today, her friendships and how they have opened up and blossomed from things that you wouldn't necessarily think that it would from work, from a wedding, like things really do happen when you put yourself in positions to be fully present. Cause sometimes you could be there, but you ain't there. But when you are fully present, you do get that gift. And sometimes that gift is of people. You know, and those those are the greatest gifts, I think, especially when you just think about the life that you have on Earth and how fast it goes. You know, I, I live off of memories. I take pictures of everything because those <laughs> pictures to me, I can remember what happened. You know, like it's for me, it allows me to hold on to things that have since gone. 
yeah, it, it definitely has. And I think um, just dealing with death a lot, going through those pictures, I'm like, man, this was so funny. Remember we went here? Remember mm -hmm. we went here? Like, it's this picture of my nephew, and we went fishing. But the backstory behind it is funny as hell, and I'm not going to embarrass him. <laughs> but it is so funny. Just looking through those pictures, it gives you those memories. So when a lot of us, we... I don't take pictures like that because we be in a moment. Yeah. And sometimes it's you okay. You have to live in that moment too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's okay to be in a moment. You don't have to video everything. You don't have to take, you don't have to do all that to show, the, show you my friend. I don't need all that. If I say, hey, we finna go out and have fun. Yo, it's okay for your phone to be down. It's okay. Cause I just like to enjoy the moment some days. And I had to learn that it's okay to enjoy the moment. I don't have to videotape everything. I don't have to take a picture. Girl, I'm still learning that. Cause I'm a very like, social driven person but I think it's if I was going to therapy I think my therapist would say <laughs> <laughs> I I don't have the best memory but looking at a picture I always know you know what I mean it takes me back so I definitely should do some self-care and have the most expensive gift that I can give to myself because I need to find that out but it is great living in the moment I came here and like, I seldomly have a lot of, you know, I don't really have that much footage. And I had such an amazing time just living you. and enjoying and yeah. being present in the moment and just letting that be. Now, if you're going to ask me a week or two or a month, well, what did you do? I may not remember everything that I did because I don't have a picture. But you know, I had a good time. Yeah. And like, you, I was like, you don't need that picture sometimes. But I think in college, we were just so, you know what I'm saying? Like, Freshman, we was probably living in a moment. But as yeah. we got older, we were like, no, 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 no. I want to take pictures with my friends. Like, cheese. And then cheese. And then you're like, wait a minute. Like, yes. it's okay to live in a moment. It is. But then it's like, time waits for no one. So if I'm going to get a picture, let's get in the beginning. Mm -hmm. We're going to take this group picture. Because once I put this phone down, we finna enjoy ourselves. Yes, exactly. That's how you should do it. That's a great balance. <laughs> <laughs> a great balance. Well, thank you all again for tuning into 30ish, a podcast for adults figuring their ish out. I'm Sasha Malakot. You can follow me at my regular old page at Just Call Me Fierce at J U S C A L L M E F I E R C E. And of course, on my podcast page, 30ish, which is 30IRTY underscore I S H. And Tasia, if you would like people to follow you, where can they do that at? <laughs> Instagram, not, yeah, Instagram, Snapchat. No, not Snapchat, because I don't really post on there. Instagram and Twitter. My name is the same as Tay Monet. Twitter is public. Instagram is private. So if you don't get accepted, no it's hard not, feelings. And it's, it is not a bad thing. <laughs> it, it's a reason why it's private, but it stems from undergrad when I was in a relationship. But mm, okay. about that. But if you, you do request me, just DM me, and I'm more prone to accept it because I have 200 and something people just sitting there, and I don't know who's who. Mm -hmm. So that's just that. But feel free to follow me. Yes. I don't really talk about nothing. I mean, I do, but I don't. But. And if you like how we sound and you agree with some stuff, you know, let's have some engagement with my podcast. So <laughs> hashtag 30ish and tell me what you think. <laughs> don't listen to her, y'all. Just. Y'all can text her, DM her. I would accept everything page. that you want to give for feedback. We take donations, <laughs> cash out, just tame on that. Y'all just put You can find 30ish on all social media platforms that you can stream. So Apple Music, Spotify, Podbean, Podcast, Google Play. 
Um, yes, rate this joint five stars. <laughs> so people can actually look me up. Thanks. And I'll be the fan favorite, I know. No, just please. <laughs> so once again, thank you so much, Tasia. I really appreciate your time. And we're out of here.